Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What's up, everybody? This is Bakabytes. I'm Frank Furter. That's Magically Average. Today, we are going to talk about what makes something peak, a.k.a. what makes an anime peak, because that word has been thrown around a hell of a lot in the past, we'll say, past year or so. I feel like that word has like really kind of risen in popularity to describe anime in the sense of like this show is really good, but what makes it something peak? Because people say that season four of Attack on Titan is peak, and you and I would highly disagree with it. People say um, that every season of Attack on Titan is peak. Every episode is peak. That's true. So it's one of those things, is it like episode-based? Is it season-based? Is it like show-overall-based? Because I feel like if you're you're saying peak with like the actual definition, it is like the, the highest peak or the highest point of, uh, of a mountain, essentially. Yeah, I know, the peak of a mountain. It's the highest <laughs> like, point of a mountain. Do you mean like the definition? Well, I yes. guess one way of defining peak... Would be to define peak would be the highest point of like a mountain, the pinnacle of something. The pinnacle, correct. So, like, what what makes it? Is it the overall structure? Is it episode by episode? Because, like, you can say an episode is peak, and then the next episode be absolute dog water. Mm-hmm. So, does that still mean that the show is peak, or is it just you know somewhere in between? Well, that's no? I mean that's the debate, right? That's the question. Right. right. That's 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 the question. I'm asking you well, the question, what makes it? I, so to address the first part, because you were saying, like, can you can something be peak if it's just the episode or just a season or the has to be the entirety of the show? And I don't think peak defining to defining an anime as being peak. I don't think it's limited to just the anime in its totality. 
I think you you can look at an episode and say like, okay, that was the best episode of this anime. You can look at a season and say, okay, that was the best episode of this or best season of this anime. But when you look at an anime, you're comparing it to all the other anime, right? Correct. I feel like that's where people that's where all these these people come out of the woodworks and like crawl up through the the sewers of Twitter or whatever and they're like this is peak and then they like slurm back down and it's just to cause chaos because everyone has opinions when it comes to anime um but like i think the the way to differentiate it is if you're looking at something that is again we're going to say peak a lot and i'm going to get sick and tired of it so i'm going to probably come, try to come up with different ways of phrasing it we'll just you say like I the best of the best the word peak. i don't like I it both do not like this word and I hate that's it. one of the reasons why we were discussing it is because yeah it is tossed around all willy-nilly like that. It's just, it's lost kind of its meaning in our opinion. Yeah. So well, that it, begs the different, like, question. What makes something peak? But yeah, yeah. no. It was, it was like, yeah, it's like the whole thing of like, oh, he's the goat. It, that person's the goat. She's the goat. It's like, okay, great. Like, we can say this word to oblivion, and it's eventually going to lose its meaning, but you have to define what it means to be the greatest of all time, or in this case, what it means to be peak. And I, I think it comes down to a number of different characteristics, which is what makes it hard. Again, things don't get, like, the best of the best awards very often. It's it's limited. That's why there's only one anime of the year every year. That's why there's only one, like, best season of anime. There's only one, like, there it's it's a, there's a reason behind it. Now you can argue like we have all the time when it comes to the anime <laughs> awards why they're wrong. God, they usually but, are. And so they very much are. 99% of the time they're wrong, but that doesn't that doesn't defeat the the fact that there is a singular award for an anime being awarded the best of the year or a video game being best of the year or a movie being best of the year. Like it it, it is it's limited to one instance for one show. But nowadays, it feels like every other show that comes out in a season is peak. Oh man, this yeah. this is peak isekai anime. This is this you're not going to get any action better than this peak anime right here. And it's like, let's dial it back and figure out what makes something peak. And I have a number of criteria that goes into making something peak. Do tell. But I can I mean, I'm going to truncate it down to five because it is exp- you could you could kind of branch off from these five and, can and I, pick out. Can I guess as to um, as what these not, five are? Yeah, they're not that hard, but go <laughs> ahead. Um, animation, probably one. Yeah. In there. Uh, storytelling. Yep. Or plot or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Music. Oh, plot and storytelling are separate. We're going to get into that. Okay. Music. Uh, yeah, it's kind of. Um, and then character building. Yeah, pretty much. You you got the the general like topics, but yeah, to to define them down, it is. I think first we're gonna hit on the easy ones. That's character development. I'm gonna say instead of animation, we're gonna say design. So I think design okay. is big because again, I don't like I don't like boasting something because of its animation. Because I think in today's day and age, again. It's not blanket. There are still many outliers. <laughs> we have a couple yes. this season alone where you can you can mock the animation quality. But 
I would say design is more important because something might look really pretty, but it might not match the tone of the anime or it might not fit well with the environment that it's trying to portray. Right. Right. Like something that's very happy go lucky. It shouldn't be put into a very dreary and depressing anime story, but that that happens sometimes it's really, you know, it, it can be very jarring. Sometimes it's on purpose. Okay, there's a number. Which is why Madoka, Madoka Magica is, is great. Yeah, no, it, in some it's done. With, if it's done with a purpose, then sure. Again, there's it's it's always there's always variances. It's nothing is objectively going to be truthful for all of these. Um, but though, so there's character design. There's just design. There's character development design. Um, you said music. I I kind of broadened it out to sound design, and then within okay. sound design we have music. We've got voice acting. Right, because voice yeah, acting yeah. does make a difference. I, I do, again, it, these are all the characteristics I look for when I label something as peak. Okay, if I'm just looking at an anime as an anime, I'm not gonna like dive deep into why this voice actor ruined it for me and why that's that's gone downgrading. I'm gonna be like, the voice acting was it was decent, but I still give it this grade. Right, but when we're right. when we're labeling something as peak, I think voice acting is 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 a huge factor. I mean. I, to dive, you know, do a quick divergence. Um, just look at like the the voice actors that Studio Ghibli gets, Ghibli Ghibli, gets for all of their movies for the English voice voice actors. They're huge yeah. names, huge, right? Yeah, and the it's list for the newest one is just oh, absolutely insane. It's astonishing how many amazing actors and voice actors they've gotten for their new movie, The Boy and the Heron. Like. For English, again, for English voice actors. And there's plenty of, like, I mean, there's incredible Japanese voice actors, too. I just don't remember their names a lot. Sorry. But, you know, the English as ones I, I recognize. As if we quite. can remember, like, character names, let alone <laughs> voice acting names. Right, right, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, that, that goes in. And, I, again, I group that kind of within sound design. And then the two that you kind of put together, but I have separated for a very specific reason. Okay, because, yeah, the I'm last, in... The last two is plot. Mm-hmm. And storytelling, because again, the way, the way, because I know everyone's going to be like the same fucking thing. Fine, that's how you define it. Cool. I think you just listening. Yeah, I think you're thinking storytelling, maybe pacing. Pacing might be a better word. That goes into storytelling. Plot, okay. plot. In my opinion, again, plot is. Let's go with the adventures. Um, oh, what's it called? The adventurer's circle. The, 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 this, I, my English teacher would be so furious with me right now. I can, I can see her just glaring at me all five foot, nothing ever. Um, so in, in adventure, in any sort of adventure book, it, it doesn't even have to be adventure tales. It, it's really just any sort of, uh, novel that focuses on a main character that goes through turmoil and has to triumph over it. Right. It's the hero's journey. Jesus. It just came back to me like a lightning strike. Um, <laughs> Better late than so, ever. Yeah, it, it, the hero's journey is something that you can really apply to a lot of different tales. And again, they can be—they're most of the time fiction, um, and they don't have to—they're not exclusive, just like adventure and action and stuff. It's kind of all expansive to things that match sort of the way in which this is told. And it's that we have our character who faces an immediate threat, who then gets a call to adventure, who then faces uh some sort of adversity 
who overcomes that adversity and then at the end of the day is victorious. It's it's a that's a very very crude and simplistic way of going through it. Again, my English teacher would be uh, standing over me with all five foot of her and That'd trying be, to you'd get a C for that scold, that explanation. Yeah, yeah basically. Um, but that's sort of the crux of what the adventurer's journey is. Okay, that right. is the plot. Storytelling is how we go through the adventurer's journey. How mm. you take me on this ride with these characters as we progress through their, d d all these different events that they take place and how they overcome said events and how they grow. And maybe there's a couple of extra bumps in the way, like a friend dies. Oh, boo hoo. But how you get beyond that. And then at the end, you have your climactic moment and then the, the ending and sort of the, the ending piece is you come back home, right? That's, that's the, end of your the journey's adventure is yeah. yep you have your your homecoming where you return back a someone who's grown and matured and has learned and experienced many of things and that is what storytelling piece is it, it right. is guiding me along that journey again the plot is just here's what's going to happen here's where we're going to take you this and that but the storytelling piece is here's what's happening along the way, right? Like, okay. Like it's, it's I see what you're getting at. Yeah. Again, and and people are gonna be like, "That's you, dummy." That's literally you just said the same thing over and over again. And, and sure, fine. If that's how you want to interpret that, great. I really don't give two hoots. But that is those two. I think in my mind are the most important characteristics of what was what makes an anime peak okay and i'll give you an example and i think you can be in agreement with me i'm going to start okay. from the i'm going to start from the lowest tier and kind of go up okay sure design sure. And we're going to use attack on titan okay because this is a prime okay. example prime example all right mm -hmm. and we're not looking at episode to episode we're not looking at season to season we're looking at the 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 entirety of the anime in in its totality we're going to look at it holistically what makes this anime peak, if at all, okay? Design. I think we can both agree, perfect. I think the it's, it gives off this sense of, like, olden times mixed with, like, this kind of, like, it, like, not feudal, but, you know, it's, it's more rustic. It's more it's down to It's almost like Wild West. Yeah. And at no point at least when I was watching it from the very first episode, do you feel at ease? There's always tension. There's always this uns like this sense of dread, anxieties filled in, you know, filling the air. And that can be felt through the design of the show, through characters, expressions, through the scenery, through the environment, through, and we'll kind of dive into the next piece, which is sound design. I think the sound designs... Yeah remarkable the music choices it the music choice fits well with the time period too right it's that it's very i don't want to say medieval but it, it has like this operic uh, that's not a word tyler this very operaic <laughs> yeah like you know like it, an it's, opera opera style yes i think that coupled with just the 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 manner in which they they do the the fights um 
a lot of the voice acting too is really good, both English and Japanese too, I will say, because I've watched it in both. They're both really great. It all plays really well into, again, the, the feeling and the tone of the anime. Character development, I, I don't think we have too much of an issue except for probably Aaron. But you, you, see, you see the growth. I mean, you go from these kids who are living kind of a peaceful, tranquil life to, for the most part, right? There's still the, the ever-existing like, threat of Titans yeah. that you hear about in the first episode and that you kind of gather as the anime progresses too. Um, in flashbacks, but like it, it's you go from kids who are just happy as they are to getting thrust into the 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 special core unit to fight off the Titans, and then that leads into like how they've just become beaten to a pulp, right? You see growth in in their maturity as well, both um, their mental and emotional maturity. And, you know, it, it comes with a majority of the characters that we meet. They'll, the fucking lot of them, because there's a shit ton, and I can never remember their names, right? <laughs> but they all have, I mean, they all have moments, and they all have growth experiences, and they all kind of go through their own mini journey, uh, adventures, journeys, on top of the very long and drawn-out ones of both Aaron and Mikasa. Mikasa. Now, you can argue that Aaron has, like, an anti, like anti-hero, Right. Right. Which, um, like yeah, an antagonist. In the later season, later seasons, that's very much so. Right. Right. But you could argue that that's part of the journey's adventure is that he's faced with this turmoil and he kind of his 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 growth period or his his triumphant moment is realizing, oh, I have to just basically become the anti-hero. So right, you have that. Now we get into the big two, which is storytelling and plot. We're gonna start with plot for a very very obvious reason in which the plot is magnificent it is something new it is something extremely interesting it is something that episode to episode i was so excited just to learn more i just wanted to know what was going to happen next and very few anime do that for me where like every single episode i was like oh my god what am i going to learn next like what are these titans like when did they get discovered like where are we Right. Like a lot of people just neglected to kind of ask the question of where the fuck are they? Like they're it seems like Germany. It's very Germanic. Right. European yeah. in a sense. But like there's no like we, we don't have it's all fake cities. Right. It's nothing that we can relate to in our world. So it's like, where are they? Like you just want to know all these things from the very moment that the anime starts because it starts off hot. Like it's again, probably one of the best opening episodes to an anime that you can get it's up there yeah i'd agree and it was it was superb the plot was superb but here's where the downfall happens at least for me again everyone's gonna disagree everyone's gonna everyone has their own opinions and that's great i love hearing other people's perspectives on an anime because it does enlighten me more into their you know what they're viewing and you know how they interpret things so let me get through mine. So basically shut the fuck up for now. Um, I have for a very long time now. <laughs> no, I, not, that was not to you. That was to, that was to the very loud, boisterous I, I audience. I know what you're talking about. I just, I've been sitting <laughs> here just kind of like, you all right, focus, focus. You're getting, focus. you're going to get the last 20 minutes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, no, you're fine. But the, okay. So the storytelling of attack on Titan is its biggest downfall. And, 
I know it's a it's a very contentious piece because people will make the arguments that no, 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 you just don't understand. The author had everything planned out. Here's all these little hints that are sprinkled throughout. Like, oh my gosh, there's Aaron in this one scene, and and there's like this flashback where he's going in the past, and oh my gosh, you couldn't have interpreted that, but the author knew. He knew all along. Spoiler alert, the author wrote the fucking story, so of course he knew what the fuck he was doing. I hate that argument. Like, oh my god, oh, the, the, the author was like playing fucking 4D chest and we were just playing tic-tac-toe over here. And it's like, no, duh, he's literally the one writing it. Of course he has it planned out. You think an author just one day just goes, I'm going to write a story, and then just goes chapter by chapter? No, they have it fucking fleshed out for at least 50 chapters. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's not it's not crazy to think that that someone would have all these twists and turns thought out. It So that's besides the point. But every single season starts off at a different point in time. And it's so First hard to track. Kids, second one when they're you know, they're, I mean, it's straight after the first season, so I guess it's like they're not, they're teenagers slash young adults. And then third season is a little bit older, and then the fourth season's like, where the fuck are we? Yeah. They never, it, it, it never is a continuation from the previous. It's, it's, we go no, forward. Season one to season two is a continuation. Yeah, that's the only continuation. But two to three is we kind of like go forward and we come backwards to tie it in. And then the fourth season is we go way forward and come backwards to tie it in. So that piece, again, we can get that past that piece. But it, but to what you had alluded to before, that is a part of storytelling is pacing. And I think Attack on Titan has the worst pacing out of many of the top respected anime that I've watched. Not Not worst pacing overall. Okay, that is far beyond it. But in terms of like anime that people highly regard, I think it has it, it the pacing in it is some of the worst. And that ty- that directly impacts storytelling. Not only do I want to be enthralled about what happens next, I want you to be able to articulate it to me and show me in a very meticulous manner, in a very appropriate manner, how you're going to do that. And Attack on Titan started off great and slowly just petered off to the final season where we watch them fucking camp for four fuck straight episodes and have a brawl by a campfire and then they talked about their plans and and that was it. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You can argue it's for setup. You can argue that 
they had to do it because they had they knew they were going to do two extended features at the end. You could say this and that and whatever. It doesn't defeat the fact that for no joke, like four episodes, we watched them go to a festival and eat pie, walk in the woods, camp out, and then talk about their plan. That is not good storytelling. I don't care no. who you are. I don't care what you say about the rest of it. It's not good storytelling. And it's not just that part. There's plenty of other pieces in, in season two, which is why originally I dropped it for the most part, because I couldn't. I, it was a slog. It was boring. That's where like I ended up by like episode four when I was originally watching it going, I don't want to know what happens next. I'm genuinely bored out of my mind. What happened? Like, it's it's something that is completely in the hands of the author and the the you know the director of the anime too, and yeah. it's it's so incredibly important, especially in an anime that is so deep and impact like there's so many layers to it. It's got a lot of moving parts. It's heavily action based, but it does have a lot of like deep you know, emotional pieces to it through, you know, different characters and different traumas they've experienced. Like there's a lot to it. So yeah, I guess you can use that as an excuse, but it doesn't defeat the fact that your storytelling beyond season two was pretty piss poor. Season three helped out a shit ton. But again, we have this weird jump where it's like, why do I care about these characters now? And why are you now introducing me to this new thing with the Titans when that could have been well-developed and, and like naturally progress throughout the anime as opposed to just brutally inserted into like the middle of the season. And then it's like, now you have to care. And it's like, I, it's so hard for me to now, but I'm forced to. Yeah. And I think the worst part of like this show for saying like, Oh, you need to care about these characters comes near the end of season four, part two, where they're on the dock and um, not Aaron, but who's Armin. Yeah. Armin is like, basically has to kill two old friends and i legitimately looked it up when was the last time we saw these two characters do you want to guess when it was like season two right yes it was season two yeah they, when they were they all were on the probably wall or something. in like a side they may have been in a side scene for season three where they had no lines and they were just walking along they have not had a single line since season two and you're expected to care about them i understand that they're saying like the bigger picture here is like Armin having to get his hands dirty and actually kill someone. But at the same time, it's just like they put more of an emphasis on like, we are your friends. We are not your enemies or whatever. That is just like Armin killing somebody and getting his hands dirty is like, so takes just such a back seat to just the plot that, or the points that they're trying to make. Uh, but Frank, uh, it's obvious that you missed the bigger picture and you're just nitpicking that part. <laughs> it's such a poor, yeah, poor, and, poor and, Yeah, and, and yet you'll nitpick every fucking little other detail <laughs> to explain why it's good. It's like, I don't give a fuck if, you know, they showed somebody's butt cheek in season one and season three, their butt cheek turns back up. It's like, oh, it's the same butt cheek. It's like, Whoa. who gives a fuck? I don't care. Like If you look closely, it has Bender's face tattooed on it. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Futurama. Um, yeah, I mean, in again, I, I feel like this is the level of analysis you have to get into to really determine if something is, again, I, I hate the word peak, but the best of the best, the, the, the cream of the crop, right? It, it takes a lot to get to that level. 
Now, right. again, I'm not saying that Attack on Titan is bad. I think it is. It's it's midway, right? My opinion. Plenty of people over, put it at the top of the list. Overall, probably give it a. I mean, season four has tanked my score for it, but overall, <laughs> I'd say it's probably seven point seven five. Yeah, I would write right around seven seven and a half. Right, right in yeah. there, right in there. Which again, it's it's a decent score, but I've it's watched like, a lot worse. Right, we both have, but we've also yes. watched a lot that we think are better. Now, again, even even in our list that's above Attack on Titan, I would wager that two, oh. two of them are peak. If I had to guess, in my opinion, I think that's, there are two. Not a lot. Two shows. There are two shows that I can list that are probably that I would say would be peak of anime. And number one, as much as I, it pains me to say it, because yeah, everybody says it, it's Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Yeah. It is a peak a, show. Yeah. It, everything about that show is wonderful. There's I, almost zero downsides to it. Can I say something controversial, though? Oh, boy. I think the original, oh, the original is also peak. Yeah. I do. I genuinely do. Because... Uh, you have to keep in mind too that I started off watching that one first right. and then realized and then read the manga, went, What the fuck? This isn't the anime. What happened? Read it up online. Oh shit. They they he didn't they, the author or she didn't, excuse me. She couldn't keep up with the animation. So they had to go a different direction. And then they made an anime that followed her story. And I watched yeah. that. And it was also great. Yeah. So. But um, the second show that I can truly say, like, taking personal feelings out of it, because as much as I would love to say Cowboy Bebop, there are plenty of problems with Cowboy Bebop. There really are. They're like, not every, oh. it's not paced as well. It's not, you know, X and Y. As much as I love the music characters and a lot about that show. The second show, though, Made in Abyss. Mm. Made in Abyss is such a phenomenal show that like people kind of overlook and i'm not sure why i don't know if it's because it's on high dive or what factoid you go into of just not watching this show it is an incredible show season after season episode after episode it is it has me like salivating for more it is such a good show because they built the world well they built the characters well they gave it a great plot line to follow and the sound is amazing. Like, the sound design, the music, like, everything about it is great. And the pacing is wonderful. They don't stay in one place for too long. So, to me, Made in Abyss is one of those shows that, like, it just... It, every single time, it flies under the radar. But it is so fucking good. Every single time something new comes out for that show, it is so good. Mm -hmm. And I think that they've... Not essentially caught up, but they are pretty darn caught up to where the source material is, unfortunately. That we probably won't get a, like any more of it for a while unless we get a movie. And even then, it's just like, I'm willing to wait because it is such a great show. Yeah. It is a great series. And I, I do like hope more people watch it in the future. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, and you know, a clear example of why... There's really no such thing as peak because everyone's opinions differ. Um, my other one would be Cowboy Bebop. I, I, I think storytelling is, you can look at it season. I think it's harder for Cowboy Bebop because there's really no true plot to it. It is very episodic in the yeah. sense that 
each episode is its own story. Each episode has its own purpose behind it. And in its totality, you can, you're able to see the path in which, you know, they took when they were, when they were writing it, when they were, you know, doing all the choreography for how they were going to meld all the episodes together and things like that. Um, it's just, it's something that I haven't seen a lot of other anime be able to accomplish like Kelby Bebop. I think it's so unique in that factor too. Cause it's, it's, I think it's hard in today's day and age to have an anime that is very, that stylistically like it, both in how the story progresses, how it's written, um, even so to dive deep into like music design and sound design, character design, like everything about it seemed like it was done with such a purpose and it wasn't, you weren't able to see it as the viewer until like the very end. You're like, Oh my gosh, I finally see it. I see like the larger picture to it. It's, it's so unique in that regard. Um, And yeah, I mean, I'm sure people out there probably think it's a one out of 10. There's, I'm sure there's people like that. I'm sure there's people think that, it's one of the greatest pieces to ever live and they'll never watch another anime because there would never be anything better than that. There might be people like that too. I think this all just goes to show you that defining something as peak or or labeling an anime as like the best of the best or the greatest of all time. It's, it's never going to be the case. It's all subjective. And when you apply this, even like the rationale to it, like these characteristics that I arbitrarily came up with right this is my own personal opinion they have meaning to me but i'm sure other people will be like you just pulled those out of your ass here's my defining features and we'll be like sure yeah we can disagree but it's just it just goes to show you just how hard it is like it's it's hard to really put like a qualitative piece to a piece of medium that is so subjective i'd agree um I will say, what are some, like, I mean, I know we talked a lot about Cowboy, or not Cowboy Bebop. Um, Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. Like, what are some other shows do you think that are labeled peak that you think are just, like, either fine or, like, basically just mislabeled that are not peak? Because I think, in my opinion, outside of Attack on Titan, because season four has just tarnished all of that. Yeah. Um, to me, I would say Demon Slayer. I, a lot of people say Demon Slayer is peak yeah. because the animation is absolutely gorgeous, which it is. But that's not yeah. the only thing that goes into making something truly amazing. And I, as you discussed and gave kind of the guidelines, I think Demon Slayer's story is very, very basic. It follows a pretty linear path, and it's just like, cool, we're not going to deviate too far. And it sets up for very, very not reliable but well yeah i guess basically you know what's gonna happen you, it's safe you don't yes it's very safe yeah so like it, it follows a formula that's what i was trying to say yep it's very formulaic you know what's gonna happen by the end of the season yep it's it's not peak in my opinion is the animation fabulous absolutely it's some of the best out there yeah but outside of that it's just fine yeah i mean i can even go after one of my own which is jojo's bizarre adventure <laughs> like that's not peak that's no. incredibly not peak i love it to it death is though very slow paced yeah no it's incredibly slow stardust crusaders could have been finished in 24 episodes and i think it's 56 if i remember correctly yeah. somewhere around it there is. yeah 
like something like that. That is slow as shit. Uh, but I still love it. I still watch it to death. Like I, I rewatch mm-hmm. it. I rewatched it with my wife because I love it so much. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I'm gonna make a a bold statement, Ooh. but I I think you might agree with me in okay. that I think a lot of people, a lot of I don't say this offensively, so please don't take it this way. A lot of casual anime fans will weigh the amount of advertising and merchandising of an anime as it being peak. So like okay. the level the level of notoriety that Demon Slayer got in in Japan when it released. It that permeated into the United States when it came out and people like immediately flocked to it, right? They're like, "Oh my god, it is amazing. It's incredible." Jujutsu Kaisen in the same way. I mean, we're talking about anime that ended up having some rides at like Universal at some point. Like Demon Slayer has, Jujutsu Kaisen has, Attack on Titan has. Like these anime are so heavily advertised throughout Japan that it's hard to avoid it when it does make its way to the United States. And I think that skews a lot of people's opinions on it because it's like, well, it's, it, look at how popular it is. They yeah. have fucking McDonald's is doing Anya burgers. Like, how is it not? How is this anime not the best of the best? Like, Jesus, this is insane. Like, Goku I think can beat cancer. It's the peak. Yeah, it's it has to be. <laughs> like, I I think that is a huge factor when people label something as being peak, because like, I mean. For us, full, mm-hmm. I mean, Full Metal Alchemist is older, right? Yeah. But Made in Abyss is an, is it's, season two just recently really? came out, right? Season two, two years th- ago, something like that. Yeah. 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 Season two. Yeah. Yeah, because they did a season one and then they did and a then movie the movies and season, the season two. Yeah. Like that's not heavily advertised. No. That's not plastered on on bill, bill, billboards or in Shibuya like station or anything on like the big fucking forty. Looking, three D. Yeah, the, the billboards. Forty would be weird. Uh, the, the cat would spit. The three D billboards. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's not the case, and I think a lot of people, because of that, a, don't find it, at all. Like they just don't mm-hmm. know about it, and b, they go, well, it can't be that good, right? Like, I haven't heard of it. So I think that's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah, it is. And it's, it's also one of those things that this is a lot of people will take a look at it from the poster and just like, cause when they do hear about it, they'll look at the poster and they'll be like, I don't want to watch a show about like two kids. Yeah. Cause it is legitimately like two nine year olds or two 10 year olds or something like that. Yeah. Like they are very young, but yeah. it is fucked up. It is very gruesome. It yeah. is a very dark show, but it is very good outside of just being a dark show like a lot of people loved attack on titan because it's a dark show it's animation for adults there are plenty of shows out there there's like uh fuck death note is one of those i would say i know as much as you roll your eyes and whatever it is it is it is a a show for adults but like this is one of those shows that it's it doesn't seem like it should be but it is and yeah. it is very gruesome at times yeah. and hard to watch. Another, I mean, another example of that, and 
I, I'm surprised it didn't come up for both of us. Now I actually looked over and saw my little, um, my little hanging canvas of it. But uh, Odd Taxi is another one of those mm-hmm. anime that it it's on, I think it's on the cusp of being at the top of my list. I think there's there's definitely some pieces that would bring it down, but yeah. it, it it's it's up there, and it's also something that is not at all advertised anywhere. Like I, I, my wife had to scour the depths of the internet to find the little hanging scroll that she bought me for Christmas two Christmases ago. Like yeah. scour, it's it's that plays a factor in a lot of people's minds, and it it's 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 it kind of in that same vein of Made in Abyss too, where it's like it's these weird animal creatures, and how good can it be? Like this is it's just for furries. It's just for furries. Skip it, furries. Furry alert. Like I'm, I'm sure that went through some people's minds. They're like, hell this no. Ain't B-stars. <laughs> See, yeah, B stars too. Uh, at least B stars is at least you know a bit more more advertised around. But yeah, yeah. I, I I think I think that's definitely and and this is again we're, we're speaking more to the Western audiences. We're speaking more to those you know individuals that are watching um, in North America. Um, than we are in in Japan and a lot of the Eastern countries. Because I, I, I watched a TikTok recently where a guy was going around a con and asking people, like, name your top three anime. And literally none of them listed the same three. And it was like seven different people. They all listed three different ones, and it spanned from ones that I've never even fucking heard of to, like, I think the most popular one was... I want s- no. Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, no. One no. Piece. No. I think mm-hmm. it was like I don't know if it was I don't think it was My Hero Academia. Hell no. I don't think I ever heard that one <laughs> once from anyone. I don't I didn't hear that one once from anyone. And that's like again, that's the difference too, right? Cuz as yeah. we've said in on a number of our podcast episodes, you and I and a handful of others are in this small minority of people that watch a ton of anime season to season and we don't we're not just doing the oh i'm watching one piece and you know the next season of jujitsu kaisen or like oh, i really only watch shonen so there's nothing really out for me so i'm gonna probably skip right like we're watching a bunch of different anime across a bunch of different genres every single season yep. and so we we are more in tune with what's coming out the new potential up and coming anime as well. And we're able to kind of see how people start to gravitate towards different anime through TikTok and other, you know, video promotions of it, like just showing clips of it, right? Like, right. oh my God, you gotta check this out. And seeing the interactions there. We're also able just to see it from uh how often it gets mentioned on uh, other social media platforms and if people are going to start following the news on like, oh, season two's out, right? When you start seeing people post like, oh, season two's coming out, season two's coming out. Oh my God, they already on season two. You're like, okay, it's hit, it's hit the market finally, right? Right. Like that's, that's kind of our eyes into the other areas of like, okay, is an anime going to emerge into the, the larger market of viewers? Yeah. That is again predominantly focused on what's being advertised. What can I find at Hot Topic? And uh, you know, is is Mickey D's doing a sweet collab? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, 
it, it's I mean it's the truth. Sorry, I, I don't I know it might sound crude or whatever, but it's kind of the truth. It is, but yeah, um, I think that's pretty much all we really can say without going in circles. Yeah, for this topic, but um, like the hero's journey. Oh, yeah, we've come home now. Anyways, yeah. thank you all for joining us this week. We greatly appreciate the support. We will be back next week with a brand new episode. Follow us on social media at uh, Bakako News on TikTok and at Bakako on YouTube. Until next time, Spark Triumph. We'll see you then. Baka. Baka no.